following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. You really don't want to do this. Start a podcast in this month of spookiness. Jesus fucking it's your boy Chop. Yo, El Chupi Tan Marino in the building. Yo, what up? It's your motherfucking boy Cheetah. Yo, it's Papa Yoda. Oh, Papa Yoda. Papa Papa Yoda. Fucking back again. Papa Yoda. Hasn't gotten sick of us yet. Oh, well, after tonight. (laughs) (laughs) This is a very chop-heavy episode. This will probably do it for you. Choppy, choppy. What you got for us this week, Chopperoon? Before we do that, you know we got to do the uh, original. Oh, yes. How's the week going? I'm jumping the gun. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So how's everyone's week? Uh, My week's all right, man. Um, You know, just keeping busy. Uh, Not too much going on. What about you there, Cheetah? Oh, you know. Working. That's about it. Counting down the days until Friday when Spider-Man 2 drops finally. Oh my god, you and this Can't fucking wait, Spider-Man dude. I got game, it preloaded dude. on my PS5. I'm ready to fucking go. <laughs> nice. I already tried to take a week off. They said no. <laughs> then I called my wife. My uh, I called my uh, Your wife? <laughs> I called my boss a bitch hoping that they would suspend me for a week. That didn't work either. So. Jeez, you're gonna have to your play fucking roof is over there, homie. It's unfortunate, but that's all right. Luckily, we got an early game on Sunday, so when I get home from watching the game, I can play it some more. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, I went back up to use my laptop today, because who's ever uses cable laptop? I'm calling you guys out right now. Let the shit download. Let the shit finish updating. We don't know how to be in this fucking shit. This is the PSA. If anyone uses the cave, please let it update and... Shut down. We don't have to go through half hour of our thumbs over ass. Can you just let the uh, laptop load up? That's probably... Please. This has been a PSA from Get In Loser. <laughs> yes. But why is it every... You know, no, why is I it know, every, it is every time. Every fucking time. It is very annoying. I was like, okay. That's for sure. Well, I don't have, like, the number 11 I have number 10, but it still fucking works. Hey, guess what? It comes on now. Nice. I'm not going to fucking stop the episode and just fucking... Ooh, let's go over there. Oh, oh, oh. oh, yeah, I got something that happened this week, man. Bro, I'm going to bitch about cars for like five minutes, bro. Fucking cars, bro. Why is it every time you get a little money put away, things are starting to look good? Your fucking car always something happens, dude. Why? I got fucking four misfires. My tires are fucking bad. I got to get four new tires put on. I got a bad cam sensor, and I need a fucking oil change all at once, dude. It's like they know. I fucking quit. It is like they know. He's got money in the bank. He's got money in the bank. Let's go fucking, uh, 
Yeah, that that do get annoying. Like for older cars and stuff, it does. Like, okay, this is riding good. And the car's like, huh? Yeah, but my car's smell, not that old. Though. We, we smell money. Yeah, but my car's not old. How, how old? It's is a it? 2017. It's not that old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Knock on wood. I've been lucky. This car. <laughs> Knock on two. wood. I ride a bicycle, so just can't not even do that. My, I'm lying. <laughs> my two previous Chevys, the Equinox and Malibu, sucked. Oh, dude, I, I heard the Malibu which is the basic car model of bitches. Yes. The, <laughs> it was in the garage every week. Yo, what you guys thought about football over the weekend? The Bills fucking that Shit game was a fucking dude. travesty. Dude. Oh, but but if you if you if you think about it, that was a good defensive game. It was a great defensive, defensive game, game. But you can't you can't rely on our defense all the fucking time, man. When they're out there, sixty seventy five percent of the game. The motherfuckers are tired, and we're hurt like crazy. So we're we got third stringers out there, guys from fucking. You know what I mean? It shouldn't be like that. Our our offense has to get it going a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Dorsey. The fucking Dorsey man. I don't, I don't know. The guy never mixes it up, and he never makes changes. He doesn't adjust for, like you know, most good offensive coordinators will see what's going on in the game, and they'll make adjustments as the game goes on. Did you see that? Saquon Barkley, they ran the same fucking play four or five times. No, dude, it was like four times in a row before fucking Dorsey caught on and what the fuck they were doing. It's like, fuck, man. I'm not sure about him. No, that's uh, that's McDermott's fault because they ran the same two plays. That's what Chris... I had to give Mitch Chris Collins. He wasn't hopping on uh, Mahomes' dick that night. He was hopping on Allen's dick, more or less. Yeah, well, uh, who's he going to hop on if fucking Mahomes isn't how, in the game? And, and explain. How is it McDermott's fault? Because he's... Dirty is our offensive coordinator. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, you're right. Good call. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, explain yeah, oh, you're was, right. My you're man right. was ready to go full well, on dude, fucking debate over Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you got me. Yo. You got me. But, dude, Dorsey's fucking terrible, is he not? You can't do fucking three runs right in a row when they know that's exactly what you're going to do. And, dude, stupid. there's never any pitches or anything to spread the field wider. It's always slam it right up the middle, same as or it's always been. Or fucking have Allen bomb it to nobody. And Allen, too, man. Sometimes, like, I get Diggs is, like, the man. But when it's a drawn-up play for Diggs, he doesn't even look at anyone else a lot of the time. Uh, Gabe Davis, he's not. He he's a third. He's a third string. He's not living up to his potential, man. That's for sure. Yo yo, I have high hopes for that guy. Yo, everyone might hate me on the next comment, but Demar Hamlin, he's not the best player. You know what? Buffalo still got my teams for that, for because it'd be bad publicity if they cut his cut him. You know, he yeah. only played in one game. Uh, you and, know, you know what sucks? Fucking Elam. Elam stays getting smoked, man. Dude's a bust. And he's hurt. Again. First first round draft pick. He just got hurt again. He Wait. just finally got healthy and he just re aggravated his fucking injury again. Are you talking about the same kid we got in the first round? Yeah, the dude from Florida. Yeah, Kyir Elam. Oh, he sucks. He yeah, fucking trash, blows, dude. dude. Yeah, but uh uh there were uh the internet was roasting uh <laughs> I think I forgot what it was, the internet was roasting the bills. 
They put Hamlin, uh, Hamlin number <laughs> out of the back of the yeah, Hamlin. It was fucking weird, dude. We well, did, weird. yo, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. I never, I didn't understand that. It was very strange. Like, oh yeah, we. Like, oh, that's yeah. probably the reason the motherfucker wasn't looking at the field. He's probably like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, this is a bad omen. Yeah, yeah he's forget about that, night. dude. I, yeah. I don't, I don't know what's going on with him. He only played one game this year. Yeah, they said that it's because other guys outperformed him during the off season. It doesn't fucking mean yeah, outperform. I guarantee it. Because Buffalo's still gonna keep him on. If they get if they get rid of him, it'd be a bad publicity for Buffalo. Oh, he, he yeah right. He died on the field for us. Yeah right. Yeah, it's a bad look. They can't get rid of him. Well, I mean, the, they're gonna get rid of him at some point. The, right, yeah, right. Gonna, I mean, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I meant. You get your season grace period. That's good. Bam, boom, boom. But next year, if he does perform as a safety, and we need him as a safety, because you know, old man Hyde is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. Right. Uh, Shut the, don't you fucking say it, I swear to God. <laughs> Old man Jordy. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, man. He's making fun yo, of dude. What's up with the refs, too, bro? It's like all the refs got out for Buffalo, bro. They fucking dude, gave him that game in a handbasket. NFL scripted, bro. What do you mean? That was pass interference. But, dude. It's entertainment. <laughs> Come on, man. But they can call that literally every play. If they wanted to, they could get someone for passing. You know what? That's actually funny that you bring that up because... I rewatched the clip from the like the final like fucking throw of the game. Yeah, they could have got fucking Taron Johnson for a super fucking hold. Yeah. That motherfucker had his hand on the dude's jersey and that jersey wrapped around his fucking arm. Like That's that. what I'm saying, dude. It's like, like he could that could have fucked us right there. There's a hold and an interference on every play. But Tom Brady said, "Did that tug have that much interference with the play?" Uh, Did it hinder point, him that bad? That's a good point, I guess. Hey, Yoda, can you, can you do that one again? Just right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, I guess. As much as I hate to agree with Tom Brady, because, you know, he's a little bitch. No, oh, he's a goat. Yo, how Michigan? about... Yeah, the goat of fucking... Michigan? Kissing right. his son on the lips. How about that throw, oh, that touchdown to the tight end? Hey, oh, his first... first oh, first, that was a Morris? laser. Dude, Dude, he had, like, two feet window. He had to put that ball in. That's what I'm saying, dude. In moments like that, that's when you're like, "Fuck!" I'm so glad we have Josh Yo, Allen, bro. He has, he has. Nobody else is making. I don't care what nobody says. Nobody else is making that but, pro, dude. He's Wait, got flashes of greatness, bro. But if you notice about Allen, he just got to tap into it more, dude. Yeah, you know about Allen. He doesn't do his crazy plays anymore. He doesn't. Well, everyone's saying that. Oh, Collinsworth was saying that too. But it's like it's only been a couple games. All right. You know, not, when it gets, not, uh... you know when it gets to the heated games, that motherfucker's going to be pulling out all this crazy shit. <laughs> yeah, right, right like, when we play the Chiefs, season. you know that motherfucker's going to go Yo, nuts. You know right now, like, the Giants, yeah, I get it. Good defense game. Uh, we got the Patriots next game. We can't play them late. We got we got. That's what them. I think happened, too. I think they went into the Giants expecting it to be oh. an easy win. Oh, Tyron, oh, he doesn't sure. know our shit. Yeah. Like, bro, you, it's your fucking old offensive coach. Like, he knows everything you're about to do. Dude. Yo, you know, the, uh, something was definitely going on with the coaching staff for sure because none of the coaches after that moment wasn't even talking to each other. Uh, on the Bill side, uh, Dable is it Dable? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it named Brian? Yeah, Brian Dable. Yeah, Brian. D- Yo, he was fucking fuming like a motherfucker at the end. Yeah, you oh, see yeah. Like first half. Yeah, because Tyrod Tyrod dropped the ball, bro. No, no, no. That was it a was, bonehead play. No, it was when uh, Barkley got fucking stuffed. 
it was supposed to also, audible. Also, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Here's what I don't understand either, though. Like, you're like at the one yard. Why the fuck would you? Th- why wouldn't you just try to run it in? Why would you throw it? No, they throw it. They fucking wrapped his ass up and just took his ass back. He was fucking pissed about that play. It was supposed to be a, a quick slot, a quick, a quick, a slant. That's where he got in Tyrod's face about that. He's just, he was like, you know, Tyrod's the, probably like, listen, man. I've been in this league a long time. I'm too fucking old for you to be yelling at me, all right? <laughs> what it was is Pete Carroll called him. He said, I know the play to run. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> That's the guy to take advice from, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's fucking weird, man. It was it, what, dude, it was a weird game. What was up with those offsetting penalties, bro? Oh, that was fight? bullshit. Well, the Giants had yeah. two and the Bills had one. How is that offsetting? Yo, Exactly. <laughs> And the, dude, the one dude on the ground was literally <laughs> kicking Spencer Brown, dude. Right. Yo, you ever been kicked with, kicked with cleats? Oh, fuck. There's no fun. Dude, that shit hurts like a motherfucker, bro. I'm surprised number 99 from the Giants, he should get fined. He should have got ejected. Yeah, but. He was a fucking pussy, dude. Dude, I wish. Giant I was being pussy. A I, I, you know who was referee I wish was referring that game for us? Gerard, the other black guy. Yeah, he's. Dude, uh, I, I love that black Yo, uh. Did you see Josh uh, run in and get into it with the <laughs> linebacker, bro? That linebacker, he's going after the linebacker. Everybody's like, Josh, oh, you got to be careful, man. Fuck that. You stick up for your boys. Yo, dude. Josh is nuts, bro. Yo, yo, just imagine if we were in the NFC East. We'd probably fucking run shit. Yo, it's funny, too, because, like, after the game, Spencer Brown, like, posted on Twitter, and he's like, yo, he's like, that's why we all ride for 17, man, because he's got our backs on and off the field. He's like I ride. He's like he's like seventeen's got everybody's back, man. That's the kind of dude you need out there, man. That's right. Somebody that guys can fucking trust. You know, we just need guys like fucking Deion Dawkins to you know be consistently good. That'd be nice. He'll like I, have like two great games, and then the next like four games, he's terrible. I got some jackass named uh, Bear Trap Nerd this week. Fantasy. Uh, yeah, I heard about that guy. <laughs> I heard he's pretty shit. Who? Oh, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really talk. I'm fucking like... Fucking coming for so. you, chop. Yeah, whatever. My team shit the bed last... I had one fucking tight end going, and he put up two points. Tight ends? Like, dude, are, are you kidding me? Tight ends are not really good enough for scores. The other dude's tight end put up ten. Yeah, probably other dude's... Bullshit, Kel- dude. He probably had Kelsey. Fucking cheating, man. Yeah, mine puts up ten a week. Well, um, anyway, who's Lays? You know, we... Don't fucking do that. I know what you're about to do. You're about to pull off a fucking terrible segue again, like you always do. No, Don't no, do that. No. Yo, what's going on? Wait, before we do anything else, we almost forgot again this week. Oh, fuck. It's time for the Network Podcast shout-out. Who, who's it today? This week, we're shouting out the pod Out of the Shadows. Uh, it's a pod run by Chris Chavez, who used to run the stu- the network before he gave it over to Matt and uh, Jim Clark. Uh, and they, it's a series that where they dive into the world of '80s horror movies uh, and they explore the best and the worst of what made the '80s the golden age of horror. So make sure you guys go check them out on the network. Uh, they're on Spotify. Uh, you know, just you know, make sure you go give them a listen. Go give him a holler, you know. Tell, tell him the fucking the boys over at Getting Loser sent you, and then they'll probably say, "Who the fuck is Getting Loser?" But <laughs> they'll figure it out eventually. Yo, uh, speaking of that, I got one more. Uh, what the fuck's going on in the Middle East right now? Uh, I no heard, comment. I heard we're about to send some troops over there. 
Yeah, well, our lovely president uh, gave a quick little uh, interview on Air Force One and said Hamas needs to learn how to shoot straighter. So, all right, that's going to go over well. <laughs> well. I'm just saying, I'm not going. That's a touchy, touchy subject. I'm not getting involved because I don't know. I don't really know shit about it, so I don't want to. I don't want to be the one. That I don't want to talk about it and then say something. You know what I mean? I don't really understand much of it, so if I'm being completely honest. Yeah, um, yeah, that was just something that was just random. But um, you know, it's October. It's spooky month. Save the tatas as well. Uh, what what other what what happens? What other thing happens in October that we gotta be aware of? You shutting the fuck up? Uh, <laughs> you're you're fucking funny over there. I don't fucking know, man. I look like a calendar. Well, probably. <laughs> I'll give you a calendar. I'll, I'll give punch you, a, you in your face. Man, I'll give you a froggy splash over here. But yeah, um, mm-hmm. of course it's spooky season. And um, this episode, like, I kind of took it away from his. I took away from Cheetah's little playbook, but it was more my playbook. When I started doing the research, I was like, all right, the scariest haunted house in America. It's the McKinley Haunter. McCammy Manor. No, McCammy. McCammy. What the fuck? McCammy. It's named after the guy who run, who owns it and runs it, Russ McCammy. Yes. Yeah, it's just like, all right, I thought it was going to be like a regular haunted house you go to. No. You find no more later on in the episode. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Uh, so, basically, before we get into it, the, the basic gist of it all is... You gotta last eight to ten hours, and you walk away with twenty grand. Sounds easy, right? But to this day, not a single person has made it through. And in this episode, we're gonna tell you why. And just know that this shit's fucked up. Because literally, I watched a documentary before we came here, and I'm legit gonna have fucking nightmares. Yeah, he, yeah, he takes like, me that. Shit's that. Fucked up. He's like, I'm gonna have fucking nightmares. That shit's fucked. Yes. Like this dude is fucked. It's like it's cr- like I don't want to like give too much detail away yet before we like really get into it, but like it's crazy too how he's able to like do this because he finds like legal loopholes and shit to be able to get away with this shit. You know what I mean? Like that's the scariest part. Dude's a certified fucking creep. Yeah. Literally you- earlier, Chop texted me. He fucking put it in great words. He said, "Dude's literally a fucking sociopath." Literally. We found out why. <laughs> the fucked up shit do these fucking people and shit. All right, right now before we go into the episode, do you think you can make that? Do you, do you think you can make the uh, the uh, ten hour challenge and survive? Nope. Nah, I ain't even gonna try, dude. I don't want no Fuck weird that. shit See, going me, down to me, dude. Me, I'll I'll do it first, but I'll give you a different answer at the end of the episode. I'll uh-huh. tell you what, I'm telling. Fuck this shit. Yeah, for like, uh, we're gonna explain what are the uh, regulations, what are the uh, uh, whistles. Uh, requirements to do his shit. So yeah, basically, uh, McKinney Manor is a haunted house attraction that is known for bringing its visitors uh, worse fears to life. It was founded by Russ McKamey around 2001 and quickly developed a loyal fan base. Contestants complete super terrifying tasks while blindfolded and transported around Summertown, Tennessee and Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, and if someone can survive all 10 hours in this house, they win a $20,000 prize. And as we said, to this day, nobody has won. Uh, there's paid actors on site that can manipulate the guests. 
but the participants cannot touch the actors. And each visitor is recorded the entire time they're there. And, uh, since the house's horrors are designed to tap into the specific fears of participants, every experience is different. And I mean, they really like tap into your biggest fears. Because I mean, some of the shit they do in here is fucking insane. Yes. Like some of the claims that people have made from people that have like actually gone to the manor. Like. I don't know, man. I don't know how you like. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know. How, I don't even really like know how to say or how to say it because it's so fucked up. Yes. But basically, when you meet, when you meet Russ, uh, you have to be twenty-one, or you can get per- mental permission if you're eighteen to twenty uh, to go in the manor. But if you're interested. You must complete a physical exam, a background check, a phone screen, a drug test, and sign a 40-page waiver before they'll even let you start the experience. They finally leaked the waiver on page. There's like 26 pages, 23 pages. They finally leaked that shit. I read some of them like, you can't touch the actors. You can't swear at the actors. Oh, yeah. Here's the warning on their website. Man, that, we- yo, that website looked like it was created by like a seventh grade. <laughs> it does. Literally. It's like straight out of the fucking 1997 Literally. or something. Like, hey, uh, y'all, make a webpage for me. <laughs> uh, be warned, McCamey Manor is not your standard boo haunted house. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why the fuck would they put boo in parentheses? Uh, this is an audience participation event in which you will live your own horror movie. This is a rough, intense, and truly frightening experience. You must be in great health to participate. Last year's haunt was absolutely nothing compared to the new McCamey Manor. Yo, uh, dun dun dun. I guess, I guess, I guess, me and Papa Yola not in this shit. No, no, I ain't in neither. Damn, why you calling out Yoder like that, right? Bro? The fuck, man. You know why? Because we're. We're we're kind of um, we're kind of beefcakes over here. Yeah, I got it, but I'm just saying man, that's kind of fucked up to put <laughs> put him on the spot right? like that. <laughs> just get my man dirty, bro. Hey, yo, at least we got not in the situation. Is between these two could do it now. No, no, I can't do it either. I'm fat as fuck. <laughs> if I went in that I bitch, I'd, I'd leave and and everyone else would be tied up. The, <laughs> the people working there would be tied up, motherfucker. Yo, that'd be just fucking crazy. Like, oh, what? How how you want the twenty racks? Like, ah, oh, dude, I just t- I just told the people to shut the fuck up. I'm tying you fuckers <laughs> up. So, uh, just for like, just for like reference, I did. I listened to another pod about this the other day when we first decided that we were, this is what we were gonna do. And the girl on there that did that one told me that she actually was she that chick with the blue hair. No, no, it's Uh-oh. completely different. Oh, I, this why? one didn't actually go through it, but uh, yeah. she told me that she applied. To be in it, and they like sent her an email. Like the guy, like Russ, sent her an email telling her all this shit. So I tried to go on the site and apply to see if they'd send me an email too. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they never did. But basically, the gist of this email was telling this girl, like, you know, this is the stuff you got to do, or you know, is this something you really want to do, or are you going to be, you know, basically, you know, excuse my words, but are you going to be a little bitch? Uh, you know, are you going to pussy out and go to a regular haunted house? You know, yeah. basically like taunting her into, uh, you know, wanting to come there. And then I guess she then reached out to him and said, hey, basically, you know, I don't really want to do the manor, but 
I run a podcast. I'm an independent podcaster. I'd like to, you know, see if I could at least interview Russ or talk to him a little bit. Uh, at first, he declined. Then I guess his, like, agent or whatever the fuck she is told her, oh, yeah, he'll do it, but for $150. And then she said, well, I'm an independent podcaster. I'm not going to pay you $150 for, you know, just to talk to you. And then he said, okay, well, we'll do it for 50 but you got to take a tour of the manor after. And she's like, yeah, I'm good. So, <laughs> yeah, that's not sketchy, none. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, um, it's funny. I found I found his real Facebook. I got I got a mutual friend with him. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm not calling him names, but it's just like I'm looking at this person. Is like this person, is like legit real. I thought he was like one of them. Hey, look at me! I own the manor. Let's go to my tour. But he's actually he's on there like post live. Like, hey, if you want to be part of this. Uh, to be part of his closed group on Facebook, you got to send him uh, a video of you and a picture ID. And a picture ID yeah, I heard, that. I heard about that. I'm like, nah, fuck that shit. If I'm sitting, I'm like this. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Yeah, now I don't know if this is true or not, but apparently when I was doing research too, uh, one thing that I did come across was somebody saying that uh, once somebody gets through all like the requirements and stuff, you know, once they get the waiver and all that shit out of the way, before you do anything else, they make you sit down and watch a two-hour-long documentary that features nice. dozens of people who've attempted to get through the house over the past two years. I'm not 100% sure if that's actually what happens, but when I was researching, that was one of the things that somebody said that, you know, the, they had to the go pre, through. Uh, before the you go in, it takes five hours to sign the waiver and uh, watch the movie and stuff. It takes five hours. And that's before you go in. Yeah. And I know uh, one of the videos I watched, uh, they showed like them giving the waivers to these people to sign. But they, but they were sitting up. in like a fucking mud hole. They had already like, you know what I mean? They had already poured fake blood all over them and shit. Put them in like really extreme situations and basically were like even telling them like, you don't want to read that. Don't read it. Just fucking sign it. Don't be a little bitch. You know what I mean? Sign it. Let's just, let's, you know, let's get the man... Let's get the tour on its way, you know what I mean? So I feel like a lot of people, I'm sure a lot of people now, like, know what's actually going to happen because there's so many stories out there from people who have done it. There's, like, right now, there's, like, 25,000 advocates. Just, that's see, crazy. Yeah. But See, that's um, what he tells people. Was, I, f- I feel like, I feel like, dude, like, legally, like, found a way to legally, like, Torture people yeah. and and record it. Records it. it. No, yeah, he records no, it um, and probably sells it to freaks. No, um, if, if that, uh, with his waiver, it, it says uh, you may you may cause broken bones. Bruises. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He found a legal way to torture people, basically. Yeah, and, and tape he, it and probably sell it to other weirdos. In one of the waivers that was going around, in one of them, it said that you know the contestant agrees to be. Videotaped, and then that video would be live streamed to places in Las Vegas and the Philippines. So basically, this dude's almost in a way making money off this, like selling it to other. It's basically like yeah, torture. Porn, that's basically. what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm trying uh, to say. That's what it is at this like, point. Like a snuff film. Yeah, yeah it's uh, like pretty much. Uh, yeah. Before we continue on with his fucking gruesome side of the story, uh, I just found out, not found out, um, the uh, hunter bug caught up with Russ as a small boy after his dad. Well, take him trick or treating. This is when he saw his first makeshift cardboard uh, maze on, uh, on somebody's lawn. 
He also is very passionate about about acting, music, and film. He, he went to uh, during high school and college years. He majored in uh, in the art, performing arts, and with his background of being in the uh, the served in the navy twenty years in the navy, he was still doing that shit in the navy. Uh, when he first started, when he like when he first started uh, doing, it, he was just doing like. Mothers and children kind of shit. Go through the haunted house, and he wanted to do more extreme, more extreme, and that's where we get to the fucking torture. Yeah, this dude's obviously got some dark tendencies, you know. And I'm sure it's got something to do with the fact that he was in the service. You know, I mean, I'm sure he's seen some shit over there that we can't even fucking begin to fathom. Hey, Papa. Yeah, but there's a lot of there's also a lot of vets that. Come home and don't do shit like this. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying it's an excuse for what he's doing, but I'm just saying, you know, I mean, I'm sure that that didn't do that didn't help his. Yeah, it definitely didn't help the. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or also, it started when he was a kid. His dad took him trick or treat. Yo, just imagine if your uncle was more fucked up in the head. Yeah, but there's a big difference between going out trick or treating and what the fuck this guy is doing. I I I think I think like this is some like borderline serial killer. Yeah, I think yeah, I think dude's legit sociopath. Well, he is. Like, he, basically, the way I see it, when I started doing research, the way it seemed to me is, like, this dude is almost, in a way, like, a legal version of Jigsaw, basically. Yeah. That's what he's doing, basically. Or, but instead of killing people, he's just fucking them up mentally. Yo, you know what I mean? What if this... Where are they fucked up to begin with? I so, could be that. So, yeah, think about it. So, he's live-streaming this shit to Vegas and Thailand and shit. Who do you think are buying these streams to watch this shit? Other fucking people. sickos, bro. Yeah. Uh, like killers, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Sure. Yo, you want to hear? You want to hear what they say? Boy, this is a modern day cult. It's like it, I mean, a lot of people well do call it a cult. It's like a um. You ever heard of uh, red rooms on the dark web? Yeah, kind of. Where yeah. they? It's basically they do like live snuff films, yeah, yeah. shits. This so, is like so. What is a li- what's a live snuff? If, if I'm a first time listener, what is live snuff? That's like killing people, like a snuff film. Would be like killing someone. Like you get to watch somebody kill yeah, somebody you, else. You, like, there's uh, a live stream of a murder what happening. The, why'd you fucking raise your hand? I, I've seen one. <laughs> what? Yo, you live a fucking wild life, man. Man, what the fuck? My man was like hanging out with Hulk Hogan and Macho Randy <laughs> Man. Macho Man Randy Savage, and now he's just like, oh, I've seen a snuff film before. No big deal. Plot twist. It was Hulk and fucking oh my Macho God. Man who killed her. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was. Hell yeah, brother. He didn't say what kind of theater it was, to be honest. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. It was, no, it was actually home with my mom and dad. We were, uh, back when VHS cassettes <laughs> were a thing. Oh, boy. <laughs> we were having popcorn, and <laughs> we put the film in, and the uh, it started like a regular film. <laughs> hey, start like a regular farm. By the way, this is gonna but go to a weird place. I feel in the uh, towards the end, the the guy wanted to have sex with the girl, and she wouldn't let him. So he stabbed her, took out her insides, and oh, was that's wonderful, throwing her uh, intestines mm, cool. like a lasso. That's great. What nice? She's, she's was- screaming. Wait, I'm sure you know, your mom loved that. <laughs> Wait, how how you know this was a snuff mill? That's real sexy. He just told you, no, dude. But, but you said it would look like a movie. He's like, yeah, it turned into a snuff film. Like, 
No, he said he killed her. Because killed the, the end, woman it said and took out her. These events were real. Oh shit! And we're like, what? What did we just see? That's fucking wild, man. And mom was never the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you see, you see, Papa Yoda about that. Like, well, mom, dad, thank for having the trauma in my life. The little Papa Yoda's just sitting there watching, like. Whoa, this is kind of cool. He goes and grabs some lotion and some napkins. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, or like he's like he's in his basement digging a hole. Like, a horror. <laughs> he's, like, he's like he's digging his hole in the basement, just enough where you, you can't climb out. But like Buffalo Bill puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> yeah, the lotion in a basket. Yeah, if I had to be in that situation, Buffalo Bill trying to tie my ass on. Hey, first you got to chase my ass. It can be fucking hard. You look at yourself. <laughs> you ain't getting fired, brother. Hey, all I, all I could do is try to run down the stairs and time shit. It ain't a fucking grizzly bear. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, if I He's keep... like, if I run in zigzags. <laughs> Yo, if you can't chase by a gator, you run in zigzags. They, they don't got to. Dude, if I know Buffalo Bill chasing my ass, <laughs> I don't care how fast I'm. I'm pushing, I'm pushing, I'm pushing cheetah. He's going to be on the ground. Well, they gonna start me. I'm too skinny, man. Like, you know what I mean? big ass. Man, he, he probably want my juicy ass, too. Uh-uh. What the fuck? <laughs> Don't say that. What <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? Yo, but yeah. Um, He's like, yeah, he does probably want my nice juicy <laughs> ass. Yeah, um, it's juicy. Oh, a um, couple years ago, me and my cousin, not you guys, my other cousin, I'm not mentioning name, Matt. <laughs> we were talking about, like, too, we were online, we are looking, we're, like, we were, like, just... Halloween time. I was like, all right, let's do some horror hall. Let's do some spooky shit. I said, hey, let's go to this McKen- uh, Mc- Mc- McKamey uh, Manor. McKamey Manor. Yeah, if we if we blast, we get told G's. Like, yeah, fuck. He's like, he's like, fuck yeah. He rolls his sleeves up. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. We're going to do this shit. It's like, yeah, let's do this. I, did I, as soon as I read the requirements, I was like, ah, oh, fuck that shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel like, uh, like, to me at least, like, the... Then that makes me think of this when I like like read about this guy. I feel he kind of like has like a god complex, kind of. You know what I mean? Like he likes the idea of holding someone else's life in his hands. I think, you know what mm. I mean? which is like one of the clear coat signs of a fucking sociopath. Yo, during during the uh, the document, yo, uh, you gotta watch the document. It's kind of it's fucked. Yo, it's God, fucked. It, 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 he interviewed they interviewed three people. They show as much as they can, and the the shit that they show. It fucks with you, man. It, it, was, I, it was rough. It was it was wild shit. Like legit fucking nightmare fuel. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, with, um, People getting buried alive. Nice. Getting, what the fuck? What do you say nice for? Fuck, man. That must be why I'm afraid of dirt. <laughs> you fucking buried me alive when I was younger, didn't you? No comment. <laughs> Plead the fifth. But, um, yeah, that's just like watching document, and they were saying, uh, I think some of these, like, these, some of these waiver visuals you see, I think there might have been how, like, there's other, like, YouTubers and podcasters called him out on it, and, like, he was fake. This, this whole, everything is fake kind of thing. I mean, there's in this situation like this, there's always going to be people out there that are trying to expose you and say, oh, it's all fake. None of it actually happens. But I think that's one of the things that Russ, like, takes pride in is that, like, it actually is fucking happening. I think that's why he posts the videos to YouTube and shit to show people, like, yo, 
I'm actually doing this shit to people. I want you to know I'm doing this shit. Like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like he gets off on that feeling, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, he, when yes. people fucking leave, he watches the videos over again, and he jerks his little fucking cock off or shit. Dude, you know? Um, like that's before, a sick fuck. Before all, all these random people, before you gotta be healthy with all that bullshit, if, if you're a pretty female... He he would do like almost sexual assault, your sexual advances of the of the young females. Uh, he definitely liked the military guys to go through because he knows, hey, I support a military guy. They could come in and get fucking tortured. Yeah, well, well not he's only probably. That. Oh, go ahead. I think we're gonna say the same thing. Basically, well, I, we'll... I was just gonna say because you know, a lot of those guys that come back from the military, like you were saying earlier, with like PTSD and shit. You know what I mean? Well, also too, it's like because. If he gets guys that are from the military, you know, everyone yeah, like thinks of the military big, guy, tough guys. Tough guys. To so if he could break the military guys, that just enhances yeah. the reputation of the place. Yeah, but, which which you feel too. But yeah, the guy, yeah. the guy, the guy, the, the guy says, "I just, I just, I just told Marine he's a bitch, or he's he's a little bitch because he can't finish my course." Yeah, and it's crazy too, because like in this documentary, at the end, like near the end of it, they. Show them. They show two of the people going through a different one. I think it's like called like My Asia or something like that. It's like another like horror experience, but like they do kind of like fucked up shit to you. You know what I mean? But like at the same time, it's also like they actually give a shit. You know what I mean? Because I like Dan, they'll come and talk to you, and you know what I mean. Right. And like that's where I was thinking, like, because I was like Yoder too. I was watching, it and I'm like, why the fuck would people want to do this themselves? Like, why would people willingly go and do this? Hey, you know what I mean? And when I was watching this, I heard something in there that kind of made me feel like maybe this is why people do it. Because in there, they show the one dude talking to, like, a therapist. And she, like, says something about, you know, there's, like, a sort of emotional release that you get after, like, some type of self-harm. Yes. Dr. Deviant said that people have a need for feel, fear. Yeah. And this is one way, but... It's just too extreme. I like, I yeah, it's it's, it's thrills, but and people, you know, you get the best comes out of you when you're overcoming shit. Yeah. So I think people are kind of addicted to the not only the thrill of it, but the gratification of get it, of can I make it? Yeah, I feel like I feel like if you ask almost anyone, they might not admit it right away, but I feel like almost everyone is born with like a little bit of like that hero complex. Like, they oh, want to yeah. be the hero, you know what I mean? Like, they yeah. want that hero moment. So, like, what better hero moment than lasting through the fucking manor that nobody else can last in? You know, uh, being able to be like, yo, I fucking beat the manor. And 20 racks. Yeah, and, yeah. well, that helps, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got a quick quote. A quick quote. quote. <laughs> a quick quote. Quote. Yeah. <laughs> you could have just said, you didn't have to say quick quote. 500 times. Man, I'm trying to say quick quote. You could have just said the quote. You don't have to <laughs> set it up. Uh, you must realize that fear is not real. It is a pro- product of the you create it. Do not mis- do not misunderstand me. Danger is very real, but fear is a choice. Hmm. Nice quote. Yeah. It's a good one. If you, if you want to check that, it's on my Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, fear is not... Fear, well, fear is uh, not real. It's just a, it's like something that's product in your imagination. 
But danger, but the very dangerous thing is real. Yeah, the fear only exists in your mind, basically. Yeah, y- Yoda, what did you say? What was the quote you said again from that therapist? What was it? If you don't mind. She, uh, she said that, uh, Dr. Deviant, he said that people have the need for fear. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think that's, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I like fear, like going to see a scary movie, going through a haunted house. I like that part. But knowing that I could go somewhere and into an event and lose teeth, bones, and possibly die. That's that's something else. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say. I feel like I feel like Russ plays into that. You know, what I mean, he plays in that idea of you know people want to be scared, people want to feel scared, and that's how you like kind of like lured you in. Like, come here, I'll fucking you know, I'll give you that feeling. I'll scare the shit out of you. You're gonna fucking love it. You know what I mean? But then you uh, get there. But then you get there and you fucking realize, okay, this you're not scaring me. I'm like legit, like you know. What I mean, I'm. This is like a nightmare. You know what I mean? Like I feel like everybody. You know. Hold on. I actually wrote something about this real quick. Hold on. I said I think it's like a great idea in theory because you know who doesn't have that dream of surviving their own kind of horror movie? But what Russ does isn't like a horror movie. It's more like a nightmare. Yes. You know what I mean? It's more like literally. It's your worst. Your worst fear coming true. You know what I mean? Because he'll, like, ask you questions and shit about, like, what is, you know, what is your, like, biggest fear? And then he plays that into your experience in the manner. Yeah, that that's freaky, too. Yeah, because the one girl How said she was afraid of spiders. To you. So yes. they literally put, like, a tarantula <laughs> on her face and shit. Many. And told her that she wasn't allowed to move or wasn't allowed to freak out because they could sense that shit and they'd bite her. So you're literally, like, pushing people to their fear point, and then, you know what I mean? Instead of, like, pushing them to their fear point to let them get that out, you're pushing them to their fear point and then pushing them even farther. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't want to, like, Pretty say nuts. it's like, I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like Russ McMamey, McNamee or whatever, McCamey, I feel like this dude's brain is a type of brain that you want to study when he dies. To, like, understand why the fuck somebody would think. Like, because if you watch videos of, like, interviews of him, he loves it. He thinks it's the greatest thing in the world. You know what I mean? He thinks he's a fucking genius. So it's like, why would you... Why is it that when you see this shit, you think it's fucking, you know? You think it's like... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's fucking wild, man. It's It's definitely one of the most insane like stories and shit that I've ever dived into before, which is crazy because, you know, as many people who listen to this pod know, I went down five or six different rabbit holes about Jonestown. So, <laughs> no. I mean, it, it takes a lot to get me in my my mind and fuck me up, and this fucked me up for sure. Like, I was getting scared, and I didn't even go through it. I was just watching other people go through it, and I was yeah. getting fucking scared. But, yeah, it's Yo, fucking... Um... For for you to participate in his uh in the in the uh maze or his haunted house, you have to have your own insurance, health insurance. He asked for health insurance. Uh, that's what um I got to. Uh, I'm looking at the uh, waiver. Yeah. Um, it says in participant the registration of the participant and purpose of agreement by signing the contract. I hear I agree. It says uh. In McCain Manor, located at 11, 11 Street, San Diego. But San Diego wasn't liking what he was doing. 
Oh, California didn't like what he was doing. He, that's why he moved on to Tennessee. Yeah. And then uh, another thing, too, that another reason why he's allowed to get away with it is because... Illuminati. Well, <laughs> because he he doesn't actually ever make any money off of this. I don't so he's allowed to, like... Stay in that like legal loophole because yeah, that's what I mean. This motherfucker has literally found the fucking loophole to be a complete fucking degenerate. And it's funny too because if like you look up, like there's not much about like his personal life, but if you do go deep, you, like try to find some shit, you'll find out that he like owes a shit ton of money to like the IRS and shit. And so that's <laughs> why he'll never take any money from running the manor because he knows that oh, it's just gonna immediately get taken shit. away. And, from. and he uh, he uh, said he. He said it himself a couple years ago. Uh, he was just saying about twenty thousand dollars if somebody actually places an eye in twenty racks. Because <laughs> dude probably doesn't even have the money, dude. He just knows that no one will ever be just, able to get through it. Just, ima- just imagine if somebody went through it. <clears throat> and he deducts everything. He deducts every time we swear or don't finish a, uh, I guess an event or skill. Yeah, because it's really physically motivated, too. Especially, like, um, in the beginning, the six hours or whatever. I guess you got to do, like, wall sits and fucking all this other weird shit. Yeah, well, the one girl in the documentary, she said that when she... When they told her that she was going to... That they were going to give her a shot to come and do it. She sent them a submission video after that of her her friend hanging her upside down from her ankles. Yes, and eating while worms. While she was eating worms that were mixed with mustard and toothpaste because she wanted to show Russ, like, yo, I, I could do this. I'm fucking, you know what I mean? Oh. I'm crazy. Yes. But then she gets there and she's like, this is fucking nothing compared to what I'm actually about to go through. You know what I mean? Yo, uh, but she did seven hours, though. Like, that's... Yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know how. Do they know who the longest has been I, so far? I, I think that... that no, I think it was that veteran, dude. I think he lasted... I think he almost finished it, but then he got out right at the last like hour. I think it's, he had like an hour or two left, and he left. No, because he was uh, it was uh, he was getting almost drowned. It he, he tapped out because he was about to get drowned. It. Yo, I'm just looking at something like I'm looking at um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this waiver. Uh, the one waiver says participants are agreed to partake if selected to partake participate in heights stunt. That involve walking a plank 25 feet above ground without a safety net. Yeah, I mean, there's... I got... Wow. I got a waiver, too. I'm not sure if this is the older one or the newer one, but... Uh, there's one on here. Requirement 49. Participant fully understands and agrees that they may come into contact with carbon monoxide poisoning with regard to use of artificial fog. Yeah, it's the, it's the same one I got. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and <know>. then... Uh, <clears throat> There's another one, requirement 51. Participant fully understands that injuries may occur during their tour of McCamey Manor, which may include but not limited to head, neck, and back injuries, death, stroke, traumatic brain injury, brain aneurysms, cerebral and retinal hemorrhage, subdural hematoma, hematoma, loss of consciousness, whiplash, harmful heart reactions, nausea, headache, dizziness, lacerations, Broken or sprained bones, torn ligaments, bleeding wounds, scrapes and or cuts, heat stroke or drowning, and does not hold McCamey Manor responsible. Wow. Yo, uh, 52. Participants must fully understand and agree 
that being scared has a panic attack, etc., does not count as a serious serious injury. Yeah, then there's, uh, right after that one, requirement 53, participant fully understands and agree that their tour may include the use of hypodermic needles, zappers, (laughs) tasers, or dog shock collars. Yeah. I always want to do that. I always want to say, how how about this? Let's get some dog zap collars. No. Oh, here, here, my here. heart would literally fucking stop. No, no, no. <laughs> look, look, hear, hear me out. We put it on who, who could run the farthest wins. We're shocked he once. You'll be down like a ba- sack of potatoes. No, 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 no. You don't hit the button. You got the fence perimeter. You put the you put the shocky on your neck. Because animals cannot take. Why don't you more? buy a small one and put it on your dick? <sighs> Wrap it around your nutsack. We'll have Yoder come play with us too. We'll force fight. We'll drunk. We'll get fighting all drunk up and have him come, <laughs> so we can all laugh at him. It'd be funny. Uh, participant fully understands and agrees that a nail may pierce their hand. What? They fully understand and agree that their hand may be smashed with tools. Like it just gets crazier and crazier. Yeah, but with this, with this waiver he got, you can't fucking touch his ass. Well, that's what he does. That's how he gets away with it, is that he makes people sign a waiver, so technically it's their decision, you know what I mean? So they can't come back and sue him. Plus, there's another thing that when I was listening to this other girl, she was talking about how uh, one of the things, too, is if you try to, you know, sue him or, like, try to say, like, spread, like, shit about the manner, like, hurting you physically or mentally... That the manor is liable to take you to court for up to $50,000. But that's how you get that toy rack. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, if they actually went to court, it most likely wouldn't actually, you know what I mean? They wouldn't actually win. But oh, shit. I think that's another way that they scare people away from Yo, talking look at, shit. Yo, look at number 64. I don't have 64. Oh, you don't? My, my page is fucked up. Oh, oh yes, I do. Six, yo. Oh, yeah, this one's. This one. This one you're going to like, shoot. Participant fully understands and agrees that MK Ultra may be used. Are you fucking kidding me? I swear to God, Dude, we're, it's right here. We're seeing. Wow, it. it's like it's twenty-three pages. I like. I'm actually gonna have to take like after I get out here. I might have to just take time to just read all this shit. Here's a really fucked up one. Participant fully understands and agrees that if they are selected to visit the dentist. That they may have a tooth extracted without Novocaine and will not hold McCamey Manor liable. Holy shit. Like yo, this dude literally pulls your teeth out. Yo, if, yo, if I'm going in there, I'm shaving my head. He's not touching my hair. What? Like, doesn't make any sense that you just cut off your own hair. No, because sometimes he will cut your hair without... It's like one of them. Uh, participant fully understands... Get out of here. Participant fully understands and agrees that it's possible that joints, uh, like your jaw, shoulder, elbow, wrist, knee, hip, may be accidentally dislocated and the participant will not hold McCamey Manor responsible. Ooh, look at number 70. Participant fully understands and agrees that if chosen, they may receive a tattoo or a piercing. It is responsible to take care of such tattoo in order not to get hepatitis or... Any other affection. 
Here's one that actually does happen, too, because I've seen it in one of the videos. Participant fully understands and agrees that they may have a plastic bag or plastic wrap on their face, which could possibly cause suffocation, blackouts, etc., and the participant will not hold by Kimmy Manor responsible or liable. Which that one actually does happen, because I did see that in one of oh, yeah. those videos where Fucking she was that plastic wrap wrapped around her entire face. Fuck, dude. Fuck that. So he literally, in a way, like brings you to the verge of like... Death. Almost, almost dying, and then brings you back again. There, there's one saying, um, participant fully understand there might be in the chamber with rats and mice. There's literally one of the in the documentary on Hulu. There's literally one where they like they like put you in like I don't even really know how to explain it. Kind of like this cage, kind of where like a door shuts over top of you. And they just fucking pour like rushing water. water down there, and they basically like waterboard you. Yes. Yeah, like this guy is legally waterboarding people for fun. Yo, it says um, some of these are like participants confirmed that their current health insurance. Participants confirmed that they completely sober, have no drugs or alcohol in their system. Man, fuck that shit. Yo, Choop, we're out. If I can't get high and do this, if I can't get high doing this shit, then fuck you. <laughs> they also. Uh, when you first get in there, it's different for everybody. Like they said, all the experiences are different. But for the one girl who's in the Who documentary, as soon as they got her in there, they put her inside of one of those chest freezers and they locked her in there. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Just in complete fucking darkness in a chest freezer. <clears throat> and the crazy thing is there's no EMTs or paramedics on site. Nope. Not a single one. Nope. Yo, the crazy... So if you die, you're... That's it, pretty much. You're fucked. Yo, uh, the crazy thing is... Out of the, uh, there's a hundred forty rules you gotta follow, or actually a hundred forty-two. Uh, participant agree. Participant agree that they will be uh, digged on dirt, concrete, and other fire ground environment. This is what makes them even more fucked up because I'm like. I, like, found an interview that he did with this one guy, uh, and they're, like, talking to him about how, you know, some people think that, you know, that he's an innovator and that others will call him a sociopath, and this is what he had to say about people calling him a sociopath. Uh, If they only knew, he laughs. I mean, for example, I've never been drunk in my life. I've never had a cigarette. I've never had a cup of coffee in my life or taken a drug. I'm the most clean-cut kind of guy you can think of. Yep. He's a psychopath. Right? He's a You're this much of a clean-cut guy, but you, you get off on torturing people? Who's never had a cup of coffee, bro? Who? <laughs> I I like I don't like coffee because it's dirty water, but if I can put shit in it, I like it. It's dirty water. Yeah. <laughs> what? How? Does it just taste dirty? <laughs> I don't get the, I don't get the joy of you coffee lovers. I like coffee, but I like drink fucking pumpkin spice frappes, man. Get I, out of here. <laughs> fucking all Yeah, I like pumpkin fresh fries, fries, super super fries. Have you tried the frosty from uh? No, no, yeah. Wendy's. Oh, dude, it's fire. It's so good. I'm not even a pumpkin spice guy. I hate that shit. I normally hate it, but that shit is good, bro. Yo, guess what happens on the? I tell you off the air because I got insights. Oh shit. Uh, 
McKamey also once said, uh, it's definitely a personalized survival horror experience. <laughs> we find out a lot of information about an individual with information we gather from them, from their friends and family, all kinds of sources. We find out what really makes them tick, and then we build a show around their fears and phobias. Uh, people tend to be pretty open about what scares them, McKamey adds, because they want it to be as extreme as possible. The haunt does have its limits, though. McKamey is clear that there's never anything sexual, so no one's going to whisper anything inappropriate into your ear, and no one's going to touch you in any inappropriate way. <laughs> Which is bullshit, because we've seen videos where they do pretty much exactly that. Yeah, we're just going to fucking poke you with needles, hypnotize you, put you through MK Ultra. But no, we ain't going to touch you sexually or nothing. Uh, he said there's also no religious references and there's no cussing allowed. Uh, he said it's really a very PG-13, like Disney's Indiana Jones ride on steroids. Yeah, we're going to, no religious <laughs> references, but we're going to put a nail through your hand. Yeah. Oh, rusty old nail dagger. Uh, McKamey says it feels over the top to the contestant, and that's the whole point. Uh, he says, I'm going to get inside your head, and that's what makes it scary. It's a very psychological experience that includes hypnosis and once I hypnotize you, I can make you believe whatever I want. I could put you in a kiddie pool and tell you there's a great white shark in there, and you're going to freak out like there's a shark. There's a distinction, McKamey insists, between what happens inside the manor and what people believe is happening. I can make them believe that I'm ripping out their teeth, make them believe that I'm taking their fingernails off, he says. But in reality, is that really happening? You have to put your logic cap on. Torture is not legal, no matter what happens and no matter what you sign. But that hasn't stopped the negative press, which insists McKamey Manor is a nightmare that has no business continuing to operate. Let them think what they want, says McKamey. I'm still in business. I'm not in jail. Yo, he's he's a psychopath, but he knows his fucking rules and sex, sex attack. That's what I'm saying. That's what we're saying. Like that's why, you know, he he finds the loopholes to get through this shit without being able to get in trouble for it. You uh, my he must have OJ's lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> but no, his lawyer died. Cochran, yeah, Johnny Cochran. Yo, um, here, here's something. I'm on his website. Warning: In House Haunter Rules, you you may experience a fall at the uh, MM. I'm not gonna say McKean matter. Uh, strobe lights, low visible uh, strobe fog, damp, wet conditions, physical uh, el- uh, environment, close contact. With creatures, you may be tortured. Very real and graphic scene of horror. Not recommended if you are pregnant, claustrophobic, have seizures, heart, or uh, something, or a big wimp. Like he, he makes his word big wimp on there. Mm-hmm. No smoking, drinking, eating, running, inside, or touching of the props and or actors. Uh, M.M., Review the rights to refuse administration if to anyone for any reason the guests you volunteer assume all risk and damage associated with the participant in the in this event. Enter at your own risk. MM returns rights to use all like pretty much sign a contract you like you're giving us the rights to use your video and pictures. You can't sue us. So, I mean, he's, 
And I mean, just to go a little bit more into like, uh, you know, what uh, Russ built this thing around. He says, uh, he said, frightening people really isn't that hard to do. Uh, there's like top five or seven fears that everybody has. Uh, first is creepy crawlies. Uh, it's going to be, you know, bugs, spiders, and cockroaches, and snakes, and that type of thing. Also high on that list is claustrophobia, lo- water, the fear of drowning heights. All the basic things that people are uneasy about are the things I use at the show. Personally, McCamey says he likes, he gets the creeps from snails. I freaking hate those slimy things. <laughs> uh, he dislikes heights and is a little... A little bit claustrophobic himself. I kind of built the show around my fears, he says. My fears are like everybody's fears. So, yeah. yeah. I'm He's... saying, if if his shit was in extreme, like, doing like fucked up shit, like, I get it. Me and my cousin, we went to this one place. We had to sign a waiver. The waiver, not like, not like this waiver. We had to sign a waiver to say the actors, the, the uh, actors could touch you. Drag away. I want like a haunted house, like something like that. Not like extreme to his haunted house, but something just like his haunted house. But like, uh, minus the uh, you had to have you, you gotta have health insurance and whatnot. I want something like go to a haunted house. I want motherfuckers to grab me. Like if we're in, if we're in this group of four, they're going to like pick everyone off, and you gotta find your way back. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna stay with them. Nah, trap door got your ass. Oh, where's she at? Oh, he's fucking out the other side. Then like, he, hey, where's Troop? No, no, I'm good. Where's Troop? He got fucking nut tapped by a fucking. Uh, he got. Tell I'll be off at one of the other ends, getting sucked off, dude, <laughs> by a sexy dead clown. <laughs> yeah, but like, uh, where's Troop? Oh, he's got nut tapped by a by a dragon head. Where's Papa Yoda? He's in some bathtub. Dude, Papa Yoda will be making friends with everybody in there. We talking about dude. Yo, dude. He's very charismatic. No, I'm saying these haunted houses don't scare me. But jump scares do happen. Like, don't put me in the back of the other group. Because if you're in the back, it's like... He's going to be looking at everyone's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Juicy. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not saying. Like, um, if you go in the back, you know when the jump scares are going to happen. You go in the front, that's when you fucking... Oh, shit. I, uh, I'll be the first to say right now, man, I don't like haunted houses. I never have. Which is strange because, like, I love, like... I like love like the old slasher flicks and shit, but I can't fucking do a haunted house ever. I never, ha- I've never been able to. I think that one time in Canada, that shit literally fucking. Oh my god, I I legit pee myself, dude. I hate haunted houses. I love them. I went to one in Canada when we were younger. I, were, were you with us, Tube? Did you go? Remember nightmares in Canada? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Well, something happened. Yeah, they busted. pulled you out, didn't they? Busted no, we head. made it all the way through. No, they but he I was got, with Kathleen and fucking uh, mom and somebody else. Yo, who who the hell got their head busted open? I don't know. <laughs> I was there, dude. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, but basically in that one, if you say if the safe word is like chicken, you could scream chicken while you're doing it. And if they pull you out, then they add your name to their chicken board. If like people, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I wanted them to say fucking chicken halfway through, but nobody fucking would. So I'm like, all right, I guess I just gotta deal with it. But that shit was fucking scary, man. Like people were touching me and shit, and I'm like, yo, you can't fucking touch me. My mom's like, they can do that here. And I'm like, well, why are we here then? What the fuck? But yeah, I fucking hate haunted houses. I love haunted houses. I, I can't stand them. It, it's, oh. just, it's just that thrill. It freaks me out, man. I'll, I'll legit fucking pee myself. I'll probably start crying, honestly. Like, I hate that shit. It's just a thrill of it. 
I mean, you don't got nothing to scare. Be scared of. Look at yourself in the mirror. You look at yourself in the mirror. You scared. You scared of half the population. Shut the fuck up. You say your whole ass up, Hulk. Uh, anyways, um, the streaming. You know, making the making sure he films all the challenges and shit that started back in San Diego uh, when he opened his first version of the McCamey Manor. Uh, and they, he said that he did it as an insurance policy, so he had proof of what really went down. So anytime law enforcement came knocking, they you know wouldn't be able to. That's an, you know another crazy thing. Before he <clears throat> on each uh, before they started doing the uh, torture, he would have to call the local police department and let them know to ignore the screens. <laughs> now, That's crazy. How That's fucked like, up is that? Hey, uh, um, like. Summersville, Tennessee, Summersville. Um, by the way, don't come near here because they're, they're paid actors. I'm paying them to do this. They shit. fucking they drive by like a rookie. Oh, what's that? Oh, that's just McCamey Manor. It's all right. People are just in there getting brought to the brink Torch. of death, <laughs> having their teeth removed. But they said, uh, they said now each contestant's experience is live streamed to a Facebook audience of over ten thousand people. Uh. Russ also said they have to do all kinds of crazy activities for the week before their tour. Uh, just fun and silly challenges. The audience gets to know them, and the contestant gets to know the audience. Everybody's really on their side, and when it comes down to the real show, everybody's just really stoked about seeing what this person could do. Yo, he, um, I saw some of his merch. It looks kind of cool. Um... But what they can do, according to McCamey, is not a lot. That's what he says. They're not allowed to get away with a lot. Uh, he says most people don't make it a half an hour into the experience before tapping out. But still, there's no shortage of people vying to visit the McCamey Manor. Uh, they want to be here because they don't. They just don't get scared at normal haunted houses, he says. Uh, they are adrenaline junkies. They're thrill seekers. They come to my experience terror or to experience excitement or whatever. And the fact that it's all smoke and mirrors, all just putting on a big, putting a big play on, as McCamey puts it, doesn't stop the fans from making a return trip, trip for more terror. Uh, people make vault, multiple visits here. He says there's got to be a good reason why people keep coming back time and time again. Surely they had a good time. Yeah. So coming back. I don't know if any of those guys in a documentary would come back. Yeah, oh, the, I feel like uh, the one girl did. She like, uh, like how how it went down it was like like when they first te- when they first talked to each other it was fucking like the nastiest comments and she's like oh okay I'll come back. Um. Yeah, there was a guy, uh, Chris Smith. 37-year-old Michigan native who worked as a volunteer remotely uh, for McCamey's tours. Uh, Smith was first introduced to the operation years ago as a contestant. During his first go-around, he didn't make it past signing the waiver, which details all the physically painful, high-stakes, and grotesque things that could happen along the way. Uh, I read it and quit, Smith said. (laughs) I got to the last page and turned around and went home. There's so much... You have to pull out your own teeth. There's a chance of getting a tattoo, a chance of your fingernails getting pulled out. It's really overwhelming. There's a chance of death. Accidents do happen. Uh, Smith later returned and tried two more times before becoming an official member of McCamey's team. Uh, Once tapped out after getting buried alive in a wooden coffin and then again during a round of hypnosis that gave him a complete panic attack. 
Well, <laughs> no way, no mammy on that shit, boss man. <laughs> yeah, I'm still up. stuck on 115. Participants agree that if selected, they'll have to swim 200 yards in a makeshift sewer <clears throat> with seven with several obstacles and traps blocking their way. It is the participants' responsibility to hold their breath while navigating underwater the underwater maze. Nah, fuck that. Fuck that. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, so I don't like dark. Uh, I don't like water. Hey, wait, wait, wait. If he, she can be on drugs and alcohol, what if you go there? Does he go drug test you beforehand? Yeah, you drug. T- <laughs> you gotta take a drug test as soon as you get there. Oh shit. Hey, you know you know what I mean. You put you put your edible right between your leg sack. <laughs> He's just taking the urine and he probably drinks it or smells it or something. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking weirdo, dude. He's got, does, he dude. keeps all the urine samples. <laughs> He's like, oh, I remember this one. Oh, she's pregnant, but she's kind of hot. <laughs> but you even have uh, Houdini's uh, Chinese water torture. Oh, I heard that's fucked up one, too. This is crazy. Yeah, um, here's another one. Participant agrees that if selected, they could be buried alive under 12 feet of dirt and rock, to which they will have an unlimited amount of air and that they will have to figure out how to escape, and they could possibly breathe an insignificant amount of dust, dirt, or foreign object that may cause death if participant does not breathe properly or hold their breath at the right time. So yeah, that's... I believe that was on a documentary, and the guy was, yeah, he was screaming. He's like, "There is no safe words." Yeah, there's no <laughs> safe words, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you. Know, I, I wonder how does he pay these uh, actors? I don't know. Here's another fucked up one too. A uh, participant agrees and acknowledges that they are responsible, whether they quit an activity or not, for bringing all the equipment and materials back to the van. Like even if you quit. You're a fucking slave, bitch. Bring all our shit back to the van. And we're all going to fucking laugh at you the whole time. Because <laughs> a lot of stuff... Being that, a bitch. The tape, the goggles that they use, is all, it, they purchase themselves. The participants. Yeah, uh, participant agrees... That agrees and understands that it's quite possible that they may come in contact with raw sewage. Ooh. So, you know, what that's fuck, man. This dude is... Hitting the whole fucking... Yeah, he's hitting everything. He's hitting everything. It's like a smorgasbord of fuckery going on. He's quite literally fucking jigsaw in real life. <laughs> oh, shit, he is. I didn't think about it like that. Uh, participant fully understands and agrees that they may be crushed by in a pit by various objects. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey... <laughs> Hey, by the way, thanks for surviving the water chambers. No, it's time to see if you can survive the fall chambers. <laughs> yep. How fun. How fun. Yeah, fuck that shit. I can't wait for the documentary saying how this dude ended inevitably went down finally after all these years. How, like, somebody turned it around and tricked him into his own manner and he went fucking insane. Dude, I'm surprised this is not That'd like a movie. That'd be hilarious. I'm surprised it's not like a movie. Oh, I'm sure somebody will make a movie at some point. Or he fucks with the wrong person too badly and they come back and fucking murk his ass. Could be the new Tugger King. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Dude, if we all had he needs is a couple. Of, he just needs a couple employees to like commit suicide at at the place. And if we would have had there. another pandemic when this Hulu documentary came out, he would have most definitely been the new fucking Tiger King. Everybody would have been talking about this shit. That's wild, man. Yeah, this guy's fucked. What a good episode. Yeah, it's just a fucked one. How can we mention M- MGK Ultra? It's MK Ultra. Whatever. MGK <laughs> Ultra. MK Ultra. Fucking uh, booby traps. Scary shit. Nah, fuck that shit. Uh, I ain't going they, they say that they run a very clean and safe. A very clean and positive show. But at the same time, tell you, you could be. Fucking kill. Subjected to fucking raw sewage. But it's very clean. It's clean. Oh, it's clean. very clean. Is he just trying to say that where that's a loophole? Like, hey, Well, it's just shit that they have to put in here because, you know what I mean, to make it look legit. I'm sure half of the shit, you know what I mean? That's why he's able to get it. You know what I mean? Like, that's the interview when he's talking about, oh, yeah, you know, I don't actually do any of that shit. He's not going to fucking admit to doing it. <laughs> Fuck no. There's literally videos of him doing that shit to people. Yeah. But by then, it's too late for them to do anything to him because they had already signed the fucking waiver and shit. I was like, by the way, bitch, I don't want you for seven hours. Yeah, they also make the contestants go through a walk of shame <laughs> if they decide to quit the tour. Uh, they said the tour will, from that point, slowly ramp down to continue the illusion for film purposes. This may include roughing up, participants head underwater, choking, actors harassing, participants slapping, until the walk of shame begins. Damn, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Participant acknowledges they may come in contact with various blot- bodily fluids. They may come down with the disease later in their life. <laughs> guys. <laughs> this guy's fucked, man. Yeah, like, I saw. I saw. I was on YouTube today earlier. I saw like a before picture and an after picture of the chick. The before picture is like, all right. Natural, and she looked like she got her ass whooped. Dude, one of the one of the most fucked up, probably one of the most fucked up moments in the documentary for me. Oh yeah, dude, that's fucked that. One of the most fucked up ones in the documentary for me, dude. Holy shit! Looks like a looks like Guantanamo Bay or something. It's uh, like near the middle when they're like talking about it, and it shows that one girl, and she's like, they got the camera up to her face, and she's just like, "Don't come here, do not come here." I'm just like I watch it. I'm like, fuck. This is you. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned Guantanamo Bay. <clears throat> Excuse me. They had a lawyer that's there, Akea Pardunan. She's a human rights lawyer. That's. Uh, she was appalled about all the stuff that she saw. Really? Mm-hmm. No, I don't fucking blame her. And she's been at Guantanamo Bay. Wow. That's cool. She said there's nothing funny about torture. That's fun. Yeah, well, do you guys remember back in 2005 where that, supposedly that chick died? Yeah, homie just comes out to, come out to Woolwork. Yeah, I shot her. Oh, yeah, Natalie Holloway. I seen that. But, well, I mean, that, pretty much everybody knew it was him. He's been the main suspect the entire time. So, was it the uh, that Florida Key? Was it the uh, the Mexico trip? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I can't crush your head in with a cinder block, and then fucking push her out to sea. 
Yeah, but uh, right now, they, uh, they, I think it's the Statue of Libertation or something. They can't arrest him now. Oh, I was going to say, I wonder what made him finally come clean, but you know it's the like, Statue of Limitations. He's like, he's like, fuck this shit. He's looking at his watch like, all right, y'all, it's 12 years. There's some change on. Guess what? I'll murder her. Like, what the fuck? i seen yeah. some shit the other That's day. That's why there should be no limitation on murder. i seen something the other the day States, that, uh, I don't know if it's true or not, but i seen some articles saying something about, they're like, uh, due to like the way... Um, like DNA now is and shit, like how advanced it is now that they're like as close as they've ever been to finding out who actually killed John Benet Ramsey. Yo, I'm you. We should definitely have it was the brother, that's the a, brother or the dad. I think it was. The that's a that's a crazy story too. Hell yeah! Or the dad, dad could possibly do it. Yeah, we should definitely do something like that. Yeah, I think we should stick to uh, since it's October, man. I think we should stick to. Spooky shit. Yeah. You know? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, I got a fart. Sorry. Hey, I, hey, that I include you, man. I held it in the whole time. <laughs> Yo, hey, no what talk. is the end of the show? You said this. What? It is the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. No, Ryan, it went away. No, if I can't even do it. I held it in somewhere. <laughs> I did it for you, brother. Thanks, man. You're welcome, brother. Yo, I was like, um,. But we can talk about more like haunted houses, haunted places. But it's like, it's like, come you on. know who I want to talk about? But I don't know if we get Phil up. It's sort of, I don't know how big the subject is, but I know what I want to talk about. Hmm. Fucking Lizzie Borden. Lizzie Borden took the next. All right, yeah. Chopped off her brother's wiener and then hmm. ate it. Or Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, mama. Whoa. Any, any more, any final thoughts? Oh, baby. Any final thoughts on these uh, processes? What do you want to say is Joe Biden right now? <laughs> Sup, hey, baby? Yo, take, take me, me out, out to dinner. dinner. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yo. <laughs> yeah, that's just I miss that. I miss that time of life, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, the side the side talk, New York City man, shits were the best. Yo, those crackheads out there are far advanced than our crackheads. Fuck your life, Bing Bong. <laughs> yo, I'm, yo, I'm following this other guy on uh, YouTube. His name is like Tyler something. I'm surprised he's not in jail right now because he's cracked down on 9-11. He went down like since uh, Skid Road. Oh, speaking of that, that, made, that, that actually made me think of something I wanted to bring up real quick. Apparently, some guy just got arrested for sharing memes about Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Was that you? Wow. No. <laughs> yeah, all of us just looked at How's it, dude. she off? That's what I'm saying, dude. Fucking Killery, bro. Yeah. I got no fight one time when I worked at the casino. I got no fight with a girl one time because she said that she wanted to. Uh, Hillary Clinton to be the first woman president. Oh, did you got? Did you know that actually the Clintons' uh, chef also got murdered? Really? Yeah. Now Obama's did too. Dude, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, there, there's some crazy shit going, going on. on That's you think Obama's? He was the one that was uh, boating in the river, right? Yeah, he was. They found him floating naked in the. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was naked. That's not funny, but. She just got out of fucking Big Mike's maybe, bedroom. Maybe he found out that uh, Michelle actually has a wiener. Yo, so he, he was probably uh, fucking Barack and Big Mike found out and fucking off him. <laughs> yo, you want to speak of something funny? Fucking J.D. Pickett Smith was was still in love with Tupac. <laughs> She's yeah. a fucking mess, dude. I can't. She, she really. If I never hear about her again, I'd be happy. But yeah, but but they kept 
him, him and her and Will been together this long. Man, bro, you. you she didn't. Uh, lo- she didn't love you, home. She loved Tupac. Yeah, she's basically telling the whole whole world how unhappy she is. She said that if I, it wasn't for her son Jaden introducing her to mushrooms, that she would have committed suicide. Well, not only that, but like it's even funnier now because like one of the guys that like was like friends with Tupac back then was like, "Bro, Tupac actually didn't even fucking like her, dude. <laughs> like, she was always up his ass, and she didn't. He never really wanted anything to do with her." There was rumors that she was in the car, and she's just like. Up. She's like living her. She bases her whole career off that now, like how she knew him and shit. Yeah. But yo, real quick, uh, what I was saying about that guy. Uh, his name is Douglas Mackey. Uh, he spread internet memes meant to fool people into not voting for Hillary Clinton in 2016. Uh, he's been sentenced to seven months in jail. Wow. For spreading misinformation. Unbelievable, dude. That's what happens when you give your government too much power. Yes. All right, what do you guys think? Let's go to the key. All right. Yeah, man, just real quick, uh, you know, what they say, man, you know, every horror movie has a monster. And in this one, his name is Russ McCamey. Monster Inside.